Hey, hey, everyone. It's Alman Grish. You're listening to the Expat Brat Podcast, and we are in Feb 2023. Things are flying off, right? Um, I'm wondering how long before we go, I can't believe it's XYZ month, and I can't believe how much time has passed by, and I had so many plans for the year, and it's just, it's all gone, and what do I do? <sighs> that's um, that's my inner voice. Uh, usually, for me, it usually occurs around the time of uh, end of Jan, end of Jan, <laughs> so my voice is already activated. Um, I think most people get around April, May. And then uh, again, in it's like a recurring thing, right? Then September, October, and then December. You obviously, everyone has to go. I can't believe the year's over. Um, it's uh, it is speeding by, man. Though, and I wish I had the power, like Shaquille O'Neal. If you watched his uh, documentary, uh, or he said it in a few other places, he goes, "Oh, my superpowers! I can freeze time." That sounds nothing like how he talks, but. I just had to do a different voice for him, just so you know. That's Shaq, and um, and he his explanation of that was that I can pause, I can pause time, and then I know what to do. I can take that moment to see if what's going on is correct or not. Sure, it's called pausing. It's uh, you don't have to put it like that. Uh, <laughs> he's I love him. He's hilarious. But uh, speaking of legends, it's LeBron James, people. He's uh he's the highest scorer ever, or no, the person with the most points in NBA history. Even if you don't watch basketball, you might know his name. He's the biggest star currently in the NBA. He's on a losing team, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Uh, it's kind of sad that even on the day in the game that he breaks the record for most points scored ever, uh, it was to a losing cause on a team that might not make the playoffs kind of tarnishes the whole thing. But then, yeah, you know, you got to acknowledge it's uh, the guys is the guys, a beast to do it for 20 years. I mean, I couldn't survive a corporate job for longer than two, three years at a time. I don't think I've ever managed to go longer than that. And there were various circumstances, but Hey, who doesn't face life? Right. And the guy stuck through, and he's just incredible. It's uh, also the fact that he wasn't really known as a scorer per se. So for him to accumulate that many points over this long, going on and on and on, and still being motivated, I think he wants to play another couple of years. He wants to play with his kid before he retires. So, yeah, that's crazy, man. you got to give it to him. But is he better than Mike? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Michael Jordan fan, and uh, but I'm able to respect LeBron uh, without having to diss him. I can love Michael without having to diss him. Well, maybe a little bit. That's why I talked about him losing so much. But then so did Jordan, man. <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it, the last couple of years on the Wizards, it's just, you know, it's just such a, ugh, in our heads, right? It's just like, why? Why'd you have to do that, man? Even though he wasn't bad in them and obviously his knee was injured and whatnot it was just one of those things it's, it's also the team he played for the wizards <laughs> i think that's the worst bit i missed you know the washington team in the nba at that time in the 90s was called bullets and they changed it because you know it was just bad um 
whatever, right? Just more nonviolent, especially because Washington was facing a lot of violence at, around that time. But they went with wizards. It's like you went from a gritty name to like the most kiddish, kiddish, kiddish. It should be kiddish. The most kiddish name. Uh, or is it kiddish? I don't know. The most childish name they could think of. You know, that's crazy. But this is wrong of me. I, as a Michael Jordan fan, I shouldn't be bringing his name up in this conversation right now. When we're celebrating a guy doing some crazy stuff, man. LeBron, well done. Uh, from my point of view, you're probably the greatest basketball player ever. And it pains me to say it. Uh, just looking at everything altogether. Uh, but are you the most loved? Probably not. <laughs> no. No, the new generation loves him, right? All the kids will be more LeBron. That's why that's why they did that horrific Space Jam movie with him in it. And, oh, that was just, what a terrible idea that was. Why am I dissing on him? I'm really trying to like him, you know? Uh, I, I stopped watching basketball for a while, and then I come back, and I'm like, I should, I should celebrate athletes. And then, like an old man, I just can't help saying the guy from my generation was just so much better. <laughs> and I can't help, you know, it's just just a few games ago, LeBron threw this fit at the end of this game because he didn't like the call that was made. They missed a call on him and they lost the game and he threw this fit. And it's, it's that, that's how I see and remember him. That's my problem, right? I've seen enough of his clips with his whiny face. That make me go, I can't stand him. I can't. I try. I try celebrating his stuff, man. I know he's done so well. He's won four championships. He's done all these all-star appearances, blah, blah, blah. But that, that's the clip. That, that's the image that stays in my mind. And, um, and I'm still sitting here going, well done, dude. So I think I'm a really good person for doing that. Uh, maybe I should just stop talking about him. If you're not a basketball fan... You should still like kind of, I hope I'm not boring you because I know a lot of people listen to the podcast for other stuff, but I, you know, this is a big day for, for basketball. And uh, if you're not a fan, at least you'll realize I am so conflicted in my life about things I shouldn't be. And <laughs> that, that I'm a fair person that I'm really trying hard to be objective here and I'm failing. Uh, and so you can take that away about me, but, but it's the trying, right? I might try for another 20 years too. And, uh, he, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, there are better things to talk about. There's, there's so much more awful stuff happening, man. Like this earthquake, I don't even want to talk about it because I just, it's, it's a little bizarre, right? As a, as a person in the Middle East, I just, my heart goes out to everyone like in Turkey and Syria, but it's also really crap to see how little is being said about Syria versus Turkey um, in terms of how many people are coming forward to help them. And that's kind of sad. And I, you know, in these times of disasters and whatnot, I just hope it's, it, 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 we just provide help wherever and whenever it's needed. You know, um, my own home country, I guess, of some sort of Pakistan, 
had floods a while ago, not too long ago, and and the the you know it's just it's no one talks about that stuff anymore. People move on to the next disaster and everything else, and and there must be so there may, must be so many people who are trying to fix their lives up, get them back, get themselves back on their feet. The ones who survived, and uh, and and we stop talking about because the next things happen. The next things happen. This whole news thing just gets you over and over, man. Ha yeah yeah. Uh, anywho. Um, I keep telling myself when I start these pod, these episodes that I'll talk about good stuff. But here we are. Um, I talk about someone's achievement. I'm talking about how bad they are. <laughs> but okay, you know, you know what is cool. Um, one of my favorite comics uh, actor, someone whose movies I loved in the '90s, Jim Carrey. Uh, dude was awesome, right? Uh, is awesome. Well, I don't know. Is he still awesome? Because <laughs> he doesn't really do much anymore except paint, which I find weird. But apparently they're great. Are we just saying that because it's him? I don't know. Uh, he's, uh, I just saw that, like, you know, he's selling one of his, one of his houses because he doesn't spend enough time there anymore. And he's like, ah, you know, I just, uh, I just want someone else to enjoy it. But it's hard to enjoy it because it's, uh, it's almost $30 million, <laughs> the asking price. Uh, it's 28.9 to be exact. And that's a lot of money that I don't have. Uh, and I wish I, I otherwise I would have bought it a- LA. Uh, you get to live in a house where Jim Carrey's partied or whatnot and come up with loads of stuff. It has apparently like a waterfall in its swimming pool and it's probably just massive, right? Loads of history there. I'd love to own it, but $30 million. The thing that gets me about these houses and these people is that, uh, not in a bad way, but it's just mind-boggling to think someone can own a house for $30 million because um, when I compare it to normal people uh, on an average, uh, in any major city, you'd be renting a place for what, like $50,000 a year? Thirty dollars to $50,000 a year, let's say. Any major city uh, would roughly be in between that for one bed, maybe two beds in some places, depending on how big and expensive that city is. And and to, and to that that $30 million is like so far off. Because what I'm trying to get at is like in order for you to afford, let's say a $30,000 house, right, uh, a year, you'd have to be earning... Uh, 120, what is supposed to be like 30, 40% of your income for rent, you'd have to be earning 120, $150,000 a year. To afford a $30 million house, I'm just thinking about the amount of income you would need, right? Uh, Do they, but then it's a purchase, so I don't know. Maybe the the, the math is different, but but it would mean you'd have $30 million lying around to buy a house, right? And, and the upkeep and whatnot. So so the income level for that would be crazy, right, per year. And sometimes I sit there and I go, what if I wanted to be in that league? And I can't imagine anything I do or can provide <laughs> by my services that would get me there. Like I'd have, even if I wrote the greatest joke in the world, how would that get me to, to that amount of money? Um it would have to be turned into a book and a movie and a song and then become number one in all, across all those platforms. And then I'd have to repeat that three, four times 
you know, to for it to get there, I guess. Because if I think about how much was uh, Dave Chappelle paid for his Netflix specials, I can't remember. Was it a total of like 20 mil for like three or four specials? Something like that? Or was it a lot more? I can't remember. I can't keep up with these numbers now, nowadays. Um, but I can't, I can't imagine how to do it. <laughs> it's not one of those like, my mind is thinking small. I just, um, I just don't know what I could go up to someone and go, hey, listen, your bill for my services is this much, is like $10 million. Um, yeah, that's, that, it's mind-boggling, right? If I was selling something and that product became important or, or it was innovative or whatnot, then I'd get it. Um, I'm going to go on this chat GPT thing. Is that the, how you say it? And I'm just going to figure out how I can maybe write like 50 books or something through it and then see if, and 50 scripts and see if any of them get turned into a movie. That's the last hope. <laughs> Turn to artificial intelligence because Salman's intelligence is clearly not doing enough. And uh, this is this is one last shot at it. Uh, let's do it before all of you do it. Why am I giving you guys this idea? I bet every artist out there uh, has been thinking the same. Um, incredible. Yeah, incredible. I got to work on that stuff. I haven't really experimented with it, but a lot of my friends and in their businesses, in their daily lives have been kind of experimenting with it. And that's interesting to see uh, the, the stuff coming out from them. I've seen examples produced by them along with the AI technology. And, and it really is mind boggling. It is crazy what that thing can do. And uh, I'm just marking you know, on my calendar how soon before the Terminator rises from all this and, uh, and, and how long I'll have to live. I think I'll survive it mainly because they'll attack America, right? Even the robots, when the whole thing Skynet went, was it just the States or was it the whole world? And if it was the whole world, why? You know what they should have done in the follow-up sucky movies instead of all the stuff that they did? They should have done one where Terminator went global. Can you imagine Arnold fighting alongside some Pakistani dude and some Arab dude and, yeah, just traveling the world doing it? It would be like a James Bond kind of mixture with the Terminator series. And that might have been interesting and they might have been watchable, you know? God, talk about a franchise just getting it so wrong. Maybe they probably would write better Terminator scripts using this AI thing. Oh, that should be it. An AI-ridden Terminator script would be the most weird thing in the world because it would probably be pretty good if used correctly and set up correctly. And then it is AI writing about robots and what AI taking over the world. Holy, wow, wow. That would be like a, a fortune-telling kind of movie script, possibly. Maybe we should do it just, uh, we should do it just so we know what plans, what kind of plans AI might come up with to take over the world. Oh my God. And then we'd be ahead of it. And the best thing would be to shut down Skynet and AI. But we're not going to do it because Google's in on the race. Microsoft's is on the race. Um... Uh, who else is on in on it? Like every business starting to use it. So so we you know at one point we're, we're like panicking about human beings and robots and what might happen. And on the other hand, we're also just using it because we're like, hey, I need to take advantage of it so I can make a fast buck. We just human beings just don't know how to survive. <laughs> how we've made it this far is incredible. 
it's like we can't read the signs. There's like all these things giving us signs about, look, if you just do this, this will happen. Uh, the earth's like, listen, I'm blowing up. I'm warming you guys up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm warning you with my warming up. And we're like, nah, nah, there's no global warming, right? It's just, we continuously do this thing. It's incredible, incredible. But if we were, if this was the last kind, of, if this was it, um, I know the world's about to end and stuff. What would I be doing? I, I, my answer is pretty easy. I'd want to spend time with my wife, kids, and whatever family and friends I can gather together. Uh, I'd like to eat some of the stuff. I wouldn't care. I, I'd look at myself. I'd be honest. I'd be like, listen, and I'd turn. I'd be honest with my wife and kids. Sarah's not gonna love this answer, but I would turn to both of them and say, listen, we don't look like the type that would survive an apocalypse of that sort for too long, right? We're going to be one of those people dying fairly soon. We're not going to be one of those survivors. And in a way, it might be great because if the world's kind of ended, why try to survive in it, right? I don't know. There's there's like, I, I don't know. I, I would probably go maybe, it's, 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 let's just be honest with ourselves. <clears throat> not the fittest people, not the most talented, not me. Uh, <laughs> I've... As mentioned in my previous episode, I've done some first aid training, but that's the extent of my survival skills, okay? Uh, I once bought this book about, like, it's a SAS, like, survival kit thing. It's a fat book with loads of, like, things about how to um, do survive this and that and blah. It's a really cool book. I flipped through it, but I've learned nothing from it because I really haven't sat down and gone through it properly. And I've had it for about 10 years now. I keep carrying it around thinking, and if an apocalypse happens, then I'll have this book to turn to. <laughs> but I, but it would be too late, right? I, I would, probably wouldn't be able to go, well, hold on, uh, earthquake, let me just read this chapter on how to survive this, and so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm not going to, I'm just going to procrastinate. So I'm going to sit them down, I'm going to say, listen, we're, we're not going to get through this for too long. Um, what we need to do is just enjoy this moment. So I would turn to whatever food I can grab uh, that hasn't gone bad, um, party up a little bit, spend time with, like I said, when my kid just enjoys watching him play. This is turning really sad now. I'm making myself emotional <laughs> about the situation. And then just go, okay, whatever's going to come and kill us, we'll do it pretty soon. But I wouldn't be in too much fear. I think I would just... I would just acknowledge it and just hold on tight to them. Uh, it would be a little awkward if if my wife decides, no, she and her kid are going to really try surviving this. Because <laughs> then she'd be like, no, I'm going to go out. I'm going to meet up with survivors and try to get through this. And I'll be like, no, 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 just, just stay put. And then we'll be fighting. I'll be trying to keep her locked in the house. Oh, this is, yeah, that, that will just become, then I'll become the villain of this story. And I'll have to hold her back and stuff and get her killed <laughs> sooner I, but I think I'm right you know I think I'm right I, I really I look at my whole all my siblings all my all my family I just I just meet meet up with them and hang out and be like listen we're not gonna try all right we had all the time in the world to prepare uh get fit uh get smart um but we're not practical people we've lived in Dubai too long we're gonna be soft um, we'll go as far as our car can take us with the gas already filled in. And knowing me and my siblings, uh, especially me and my sister, we'd probably be like, damn it, I knew I should have filled up my tank 
last night instead of going, ah, I'll just do it tomorrow. So we're going to be stuck in that situation. We're going to get far. Um, and then we'll be like, you know, we'll be like, it's too hot out here. Uh, there's no AC. Uh, I don't have my nanny with me. <laughs> what are we going to do? It's no, yeah. Yeah, that's just, oh my God. We just, I'm talking about this man going through physical pain for 20 years, playing this game at the top most level, uh, keeping themselves fit. And I can't, like, I'm giving up in two days of, a, of an apocalypse. Just, yeah, that's why I should be celebrating these people, right? Although, although, I sometimes think, would I really be like this if I was paid millions of dollars? But then they were paid millions of dollars because they got to that place. I, I don't know. I, I if you came for financial advice, I apologize. Uh, I don't think you should have, right? Why would you turn to this episode or me uh, for that kind of thing? What else is happening? Um, I've been doing shows again. We did an improv show and Rushdie uh, decided we're just going to run this long form format of uh, at a show last night. And I, uh, it, it's just, it's humbling. Improv is so humbling. Because uh, four or five of us, real, uh, fellow performers, I'm just going to name them because I love these guys. Fred, uh, my Portuguese man, Ashrafi, this Egyptian dude who's just like the funniest uh, improviser I know. Uh, Rushdie and I. And this young, how old is she, 14, Azana. Like, I love when these kids, man, these kids coming through, just brilliant. And I, at 14, you couldn't have got me to sit in the audience to watch a show because I'd be too nervous. Uh, forget like being on stage right <laughs> so that's how terrified I would have been and um, anyway they were all on stage and we do uh, three four pretty good scenes good work right like great works one or two of the scenes I was like yeah you know what this was satisfying and then the last scene we did before we had to go off for the next act oh my god oh wow it went like really bad like it was like a scene that was embarrassing. Like in the middle of the scene, I was like, I can't do anything to save this scene and I can't do anything to make sense of it. And I can see in the faces of my fellow improvisers that we've all kind of given up. And so I basically called it out and said, well, we should apologize to everyone watching this scene that, that this one has made no sense and, and, and it's terrible. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done it. I've been in loads of bad scenes, obviously, but I've never called it out like this. And um, and so I did it. I did that. And we had to walk off after doing some great work with lots of laughter and satisfaction. We had to walk off on that terrible scene because we'd run out of time. I didn't want to boost my ego or play to my ego and go, hey, one more scene, one more scene, because God knows how bad that would have been. And so we had, but we had to walk off on that. And it was quite funny that... Um, that you, 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 you're just humble. You, you practice uh, this art form and you do loads of stuff to connect and, and play better and try to work together with each other. And then this, this terrible scene just happens and you go, hey, I don't know what else we could have done. Anywho, that's life, right? And that's why I love improvising. If you've never done it, do it. Try it wherever you are. Try it. It's, it's such a life-changing thing in a good place, in a place that does it properly not not places that do it just for comedic effect even though i love the comedy side of it um do it in a place that really wants to learn the art form because it it really is a great 
thing to apply to rest of your life and stuff. Okay. Uh, on that note, um, let me not end this on a bad note. I, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please share it and show some love and uh, give your feedback and and follow the Expat Brad podcast on Instagram as well and on Apple. Leave a comment. It helps. Leave a rating. It helps. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, take care of yourself. I'll see you at the next episode. Goodbye. Or as a dog would say, woof. <laughs>